Risings. The Green Tea Collective is an innovative conscious podcast that delves into higher reasoning and unscripted genuine discussion concerning meaningful issues. So let our collective tea simmer together as we sip on thought-provoking concepts. Get your tea ready. Here we go. Exhaling. <laughs> My name is Astra Simmons. And I am Denai. And we are the Green Tea Collective. Cheers. Blessings for being here, y'all. It's a blessing to even be here. To be alive. It is. These times we live in. Boy, Serious times. Serious times. <laughs> Topic of the day. Is mind guardians. Mind guardians. Who? Our minds are so powerful. And it's such a concept of such depth to get into the mind. Because it is one that can drive the scientific field down an endless road with how it works and where is it and how how we process things and it's just an endless source of fascination and with things as of late and even going back to our earliest memories the things that go through our minds and how they shape us, they basically, they can shape our reality. Mm. So, to protect your mind, to have your mind in a state where you are more in control rather than it just being controlled is an important discussion. Mm. You can't just abandon your mind to the whims of the world. Mm. So we need to talk about the things that we do to protect our minds. Mm. We need to discuss those mind guardians. Mm. And I remember getting this book from the library for my son. And it has some, it's a really short book. So for people who are not really into kind of reading long, drawn out, whatever's. Mm. This is a really good one to kind of look out for. Yeah. Because there's a couple of statements that I'm going to kind of take out of this book. And one of them is, sadly, the landscape of our mind doesn't always stay so pristine. It can become polluted with a negative style of thinking. And our minds operate 24-7. Over a 24-hour period, we can process up to 70,000 thoughts Mm. a day. Mm. And our minds don't stop even when we sleep. Each day contains 86,400 seconds. So that equates to a different thought every 1.2 seconds or two thoughts for every heartbeat. So... In my training, some of the training I've had, 
one of the statements that came up in the silver method, the teacher that I had, she says, you know, if you're having that many thoughts per day, how many of those thoughts are on what you want mm. versus what you don't want? Mm. And that really has stayed with me. Mm. If you're having a thought, different thought every two, every 1.2 seconds or two thoughts for every heartbeat, what are you thinking about knowing that thoughts create your reality? Mm -hmm. Thoughts become real things. Mm -hmm. You'll be really particular about what you're thinking and who you're around, mm -hmm. your environment. Mm -hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And we've mentioned in this podcast before, you know, that each thought carries an impulse. It's something that can be measured and, and even weighed, you know. So deal with those thoughts each thought that you carry produces a reaction in your in your body that you may not even be aware of this is how we experience stress um your body's reaction to stress which is in my opinion really the genesis of all disease dis-ease mm -hmm. discomfort you know um it's really important to be a guardian of your mind it's really important to observe your mind and when I say your mind meaning it's something that you possess some people identify with the thoughts that they are in their mind the thoughts that they think are who they are but in reality if you get there's something that is observing that and that's that's where mindfulness comes in and taking that step back and not being attached to what you think you know, their mind is just a messenger. The thoughts that you think, they relay information to you. Um, and it's for you to observe it and to be a steward of what you think. And then also you, you want to train your mind mm -hmm. to think thoughts and vibrations that are for your highest good, which is easier said than done, but yeah. it's very, very important. You know? It's about discipline, really. Yeah. Yeah. Comes down to discipline and training. Yeah. In a sense, but there's also a, a zen to it. Mm -hmm. You know, too. there's also a zen to it. It's an art. Mm. It's an art form. You know, because as soon as you try and say, don't think, because sometimes, like, I know for me, when I first came to the awareness, I'm like, okay, I'm, as soon as you say, don't think about something, is you know what the first thing you're gonna do? You're gonna <laughs> that was that was something I was gonna put right up on as soon as you said that because that like I said I I, I don't want to be a walking commercial mm -hmm. for the silver method, mm -hmm. but it changed my life. I took this course over oh my goodness, had to be at least close to twenty years ago. Um, it definitely it changed my life, mm -hmm. and one of the things that we learned. And it's not to say that this, you know, method was the cornerstone on this particular concept that I'm about to teach you. Mm -hmm. But this was the first place I had heard it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were told about what, how to create positive thought mm -hmm. and how to create positive circumstance from that. Mm -hmm. Because basically, in a nutshell, um, 
negative thoughts are, the th are, are basically things that you don't want to have happen. Mm. And that the mind doesn't process well when you're training it with negative thought. Mm. You have to think about what you want, what? not what, what you, you don't, don't want, mm. because the mind doesn't process that. Mm. And the teacher, and I'll give her a shout out, hey, Andy V. <laughs> mm -hmm. She always said, you know, as an exercise, don't think of a red balloon. What does your mind immediately do? <laughs> red balloon. <laughs> so you can't, you can't work with programming by thinking of negative. Right. You have to think of only what you want. Right. Right. So instead of saying, don't think of a red balloon, you have to say, as an example, think of a green balloon. Yeah. So it's, it's that way and that lesson mm. has stayed with me mm. in terms of my thinking. Yeah. So I've been really having a time, y'all, because you have some challenging things that happen in life. Mm -hmm. I to tell you, you know, mm -hmm. live long enough. And <clears throat> I've had to really work, work, y'all. I'm telling you, work with keeping some thoughts away from me. Mm. And considering the way in which, you know, it's something how we come in here as children and mm. there, there's really like this purity in yeah. essence in our minds. Yeah, man. That's kind of like just assaulted by life in society. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? yeah. I kind of envy people who are living those uncontacted tribes because they're not like they got all this they don't got all this stuff and it's advertising and it's like yeah. you just get bombarded. Yeah. It's a war for your mind. Yeah. yeah. That's where the real battle is. It's more and more immersed more immersed than ever. You know it's it's really a war um to protect that space or that that place like you said that purity we come into the world innocent we come into the world before being un before being tampered with you know be before being you know projected and programmed and conditioned mm. you know and what what happens is you know a lot of times the people who love you the most yeah you know they want to preempt they want to they want to prepare you for the world because they're like here's this sweet innocent child but they they've already come to the condition of based on their experiences yeah. and their reality so it's like they want to prepare you for it but then what actually happens is just repeating the same thing that happened to them and we just pass it along um it's just nature um but yeah i wish we could well, how do we do that? How do we get to the root? I, I, for me, my experience is I've been trying to get back to that place, that that inner space of that of that child. Like when you first come into the world, mm. how do we how do we access that place again when you've been hurt? You know what I mean. When you've been, you know, you've experienced reality. You came in. You were you were optimistic. You know. And and you yeah you you experience hurt and betrayal, and you kind of put this guard up, you know, and and this caution comes in. It's how do we get back to that, to that place? That's a good question, and in my experience with dealing some of the in some of those levels, I think the first step is just accepting and acknowledging that that state still exists within your mind. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. It's like, um, I forget which, because it was in one of my psychology classes. Mm. There's a point at which, as infants, we, I think it's, I think it's a lesson to do with permanence. One of those psychologists that, you know, used to do these experiments with babies that you can't do anymore because yeah. of ethics and stuff. And this was yeah, a bad one because there have been some bad ones. Yeah. And, um, they will put a baby, they put a baby in a chair. I remember looking at this in my psychology textbook. And they put a bowl right there. Of course, baby looks at the bowl. And then they take a, a sheet of paper and they cover the bowl. And the baby doesn't look at it, you know, because in their mind, they're seeing that the bowl doesn't exist. Mm. It's only as you get older, you're like, okay, I'm going to look and see. You, 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 mm. Your mind doesn't, doesn't look for things once they're like removed mm. at a certain stage in your development. That comes along that you learn to like, wait a minute, let me look behind that. Mm. And mm. that's where I would say the first step is... Mm. acceptance that that's still there mm. whether you can feel it or sense it or not mm. because the only thing that's happened is that society has put that paper, paper in, in front of it, of it. Mm. and you're like you're so disconnected yeah and this is where the work comes that's in of doing the work exactly and we'll talk about some of those yeah. techniques some that I've used maybe some that you've used yeah and I know one thing for me um, I've learned different types of meditation I remember the first type of meditation I learned was TM, Transcendental Meditation. I remember going for the sessions back home and you know I would use it would be very effective. It could take me to some levels of just some deep peace mm. and I enjoyed that. Mm. But what became like overridingly potent for me was the silver method mm. and going to that level and being able to, it's like you get to this place where there's, and this might need to be a part two session because there's so much in this mm. that we can get into. Mm. But you get to this place where you have the ability to create and manifest anything mm. that you need. Mm. And mm. you can, it's like, the way in which they have these quote-unquote apps now, these applications you put on your phone, mm. these are in essence just even computer programs, they're manifestations, the, the PC, the laptop, they're all manifestations of what the mind can do naturally mm. without a Wi-Fi signal, mm. without an internet connection. Mm. Your mind is so powerful. Yeah. But not to take anything away from technology, Mm -hmm. But when you shift your focus and put it into a screen mm -hmm. or a device, mm -hmm. there's a sense in which without knowledge you're taken away from what potentiality and what mastery you can have up here. Mm -hmm. And it's like once you have that, I feel more, how, I won't even say more confident, but I'll feel at least a little less reticent of using a device, knowing that the true essence of device, mm. where that comes from, is from you. Because yeah. that's only following the program that somebody that's, put in. Yeah. Yeah. And you hit on a key point earlier that I wanted to kind of backtrack to with, you know, what our parents, because in our upbringing, really our parents become our first programmers, because mm. that's the first yeah. 
like I said, this is gonna probably need to be a part two because that's <laughs> deep. That's deep, man. Your yeah. parents are the first ones that program you. Yeah. Your first programmer is mama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we have to be honest and real. Not every parent was the best parent mm -hmm. for you, mm -hmm. but. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So, as my friend Code says, mm -hmm. not all bad is bad. bad. Word. Love me so Code. Word, so it's not to say, okay, we're gonna point fingers. This was a bad parent. What did they do? You no, know, keeping with that, me yeah. that that metaphor, parents being the first programmers, they program you with software. But what happens every few months, even on your devices? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the updates. Updates. Yeah. <laughs> you need the upgrade. You need to update you. There's things updates. that they they meant the like. I can speak specifically for mm -hmm. mine. I can't speak for everybody's because right. everyone has different situations. But I know my parents meant the best. For me, they did the best that they could, mm -hmm. but certain All programs, do. yeah, certain programs, I don't know. Well, they, in yeah. their mind, <laughs> let, I, I, I can see where we can go with this. You yeah, you got some really bad parents. Yeah, they're some, in jail. Some, they're exactly. locked up. <laughs> some bad parents. They've had their, their children <laughs> taken off them, and it's but not yeah. funny. I know we're kind of like, every real, like every real parent, you know, who embraces them. You know, it's, it's, that, it's like that saying, like, not, not every... Man who has a child is a father. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not every person every who has a baby is a father. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, there's some programs that we need to, um, we need to update and, and you re you go, you just do, you analyze yourself mm -hmm. and do a system scan and say, well, what's in here that's not serving me? You know, and you can and delete you, it. And you can delete it. You can change it. You can mm -hmm. get something new. Yep. You know, it's okay. That's the beautiful thing about being human. Yeah. We're so adaptable. Ooh. You know? Beautiful. Yeah. Grateful for something that, else I also wanted to bring up is when it comes to the mind, if you leave it unchecked and you don't quiet your mind, mm. it will control you. And something that I learned about my own mind, which I love dearly, is it can be very deceptive. Yeah. You know, based on patterns that you have built in the past, based on previous trauma, hurt, you know, you will take something that in, in this instance has very little to do with it, but you it's attached, it's like your mind can't differentiate. And so sometimes you're gonna get activated, you're gonna get triggered by certain things that someone says, or something that happens, and you know, you you act out with this energy, people are like, you know, where did that come from? Not knowing that it's tied into some other stuff that's going on within you. Yeah. And so you have to be able to be, um, observant and and recognize these patterns um but it's 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 when it comes to emotion there's this two selves you know you can be completely emotional and know that it's irrational i've been in that space where i know i'm thinking the wrong thought but my body can't differentiate it because mm -hmm. you're to me emotions is your body's reaction to the thoughts that you're feeling mm -hmm. you know and so in my i feel this i feel it so deeply you know and I realize that sometimes it can just be irrational. Um, it can be an irrational thought that I'm believing, you know. And so it's really important to like to delve into that and say, you know, I feel this way. Why? Sometimes we feel things and just, you know, just sit in that or, or don't honor it and don't observe it. It's like, why do you feel this way? And once you pinpoint that, that's that key change mm -hmm. that, you know. And I'm gonna go back to another little excerpt from this book. Mm just on what you say it and I'm, I'm sorry I needed to mention the name of the book it's called quiet the mind and the author it's an illustrated guide on how to meditate and it's by Matthew Johnston mm -hmm. and it's actually a book that 
I guess it's geared towards children, but it's not entirely. I'm trying yeah. to remember even what section I found it. I think it was like featured at the front of the library where they had a whole section on books for meditation and different things. But mm. there's this one section where it says a lot of our thoughts are eternal, internal dialogue, which if left unchecked mm. can turn to the dark side. I know it's very Star Wars-y. This so. negative kind of thinking can become much more persuasive and dominant than the positive and supportive mind. Mm. And it's often loudest at nighttime. Mm. So mm. basically, what you were mentioning, and, and like, take oldest, you know, 70,000, and that's a rough, you know, because mm. everybody is unique. You may have experience even more towards yeah. that. You may have thoughts within thoughts and, and thoughts exponentially. But, you know, at <laughs> night, your brain, as it goes through the sleep, sleep cycle, plays out all that stuff that's happening in your day. So you have key opportunities when you wake and when you sleep mm. for protecting, cleansing, mm. infusing your mind with mm. what you want. Mm. So because it's, it's a process, you know, yeah. it is a process. And when you have, I remember coming across this statement that was so helpful, that when you have a negative thought, the best time to address it is as soon as it happens. Mm. You pick, it's like weed in your garden. As soon as you see that weed come up, take it out. Mm. You don't leave it and let it take root. Mm. And you recognize that you are in a position to just, you know, to say, okay, this is what I want, this is what I didn't want. It's gonna vary according to, that's why I love the definition I was given in the Silver Method with Auntie V, she said, you know, every positive thought, these are the things that you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. Negative thoughts are the things that you don't want. So it's gonna vary according to the person. For a person who maybe likes this type of um, program, they're like, I like that. Somebody else may not like it. So it's not for them, it's mm -hmm. negative. Mm -hmm. And it makes it really, really simple. What is it that you want for yourself? Mm -hmm. What is it that you desire in terms of how you want your life to unfill, how you want your day to unfill. Mm. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, I've been looking at a, quite a few of his, his um, videos and messages as of late because mm. we've been just going in a different direction. I first came across his, um, first came across him on What the Bleak Do We Know, mm. you know, one of, the, um, one of the presenters on that documentary series. And he, he, he deals a lot with setting intention and being able to wake up in the morning instead of just operating on rope. This is just an exercise, one of the things that you can do. After you get up, taking some time to really set intention. What do you want your day to be like? Mm -hmm. You know, and I would, you know, backtrack and maybe he's mentioned it or maybe he hasn't. Um, but because of the field of work he's in, I'm, I'm sure it's coveted, but one of the things we got in silver, it's like, because we know, I mean, from Psychology 101, we took those classes, that we dream every night. Mm. It's a scientific fact mm. because of the stages of sleep, REM sleep that you go through. You mm. definitely dream every night, but we don't always remember our dreams. Mm. And it's good to take some time in the morning was one of the things that we did in Silva's practicing remembering our dreams because it takes practice because we keep running on this program mm. where we kind of like get up 
do this, you do that. It's like, wait a minute, slow down. Mm -hmm. You just had some of the most powerful experiences delving into your subconscious during your sleep state, during your dream state. Take a few minutes, see if you remember anything. Mm -hmm. And it was something we had to practice. I did, you know, falling out of practice. Now I need to get back into it. Falling out of practice, but remembering, I started remembering my dreams just mm -hmm. from taking that time in the morning because they have messages that may be beneficial to you. I don't know if you remember, there was this one time, I think it was Jamie Foxx, he got an award for something. It was one of those, you know, um, I don't know, it was an Academy Award, whatever it was, but he, he said that, um, you know, his, his grandmother was so much of his, his inspiration and teaching him how to be an actor. Because she was like, you know, if you don't act right, go outside your head. You better act like you got some sense. <laughs> you know, it was like everybody was chuckling at this point because, of course, his grandmother is now an ancestor. Mm. And he said, you know, the only time I can talk to her now is in my dreams. So mm. it's basically, you know, it's like choking up. It's like I'm choking up. Mm. Can't be to get to sleep tonight because we've got a lot to talk about. He's having mm. his award. Mm. But you can you can reach so far, and I'm like, this is an ideal opportunity because everybody got to sleep, mm. and we'll get into those people who have insomnia in another another segment. Mm. But you know, mm. you have ideal opportunity to address some of these things to get the root of some of these things, man. Mm -hmm. Take your time getting up. Mm. Take that time as the ideal opportunity. To remember, mm. to set intention for your day. Mm. I have had some of the most wonderful days when I've slowed down and done this in the yeah. morning. And one of the things that takes us out of this, and this is the opportunity to do it because we're still kind of in this semi really kind of locked down, quote unquote, mm. because of what's been happening. You don't have to get up and rush off to work or mm. rush off to school or rush yeah. off to an appointment or rush off to a client. You can take that time. Yeah. Establish that practice now. Yeah. Yeah, man. It just, yeah. You value stillness. You in the morning, when you wake up, it's just mm -hmm. that stillness. Which is why like, I get to points I'm like, please don't talk to me. Don't, <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't be asking me all kind of questions in the morning. Just let me get them. Let me, you know. Mm -hmm. And it is something that's very, you have to get, I mean, for me, you know, some of the practice that I just started doing is, you know, with the journaling mm -hmm. and being able to, you know, just to get it down on paper. Um, not only what state am I in? How do I feel? You know, I feel like there are questions that you need to ask before you do anything, before the day starts, you know, before you answer emails, before you, you know, and all the day-to-days that we do, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really getting centered and grounded with the day as well, you know, going outside definitely helps. You oh, know, yeah. because nature. Yeah. Thank God for nature. Yeah, it's like a thank the universe <laughs> that we have those trees, yeah, those birds, grass. Yeah, that flow, that energy, yeah. it's different. It's different every day, mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah, I feel like it's so important to get out there daily. Yes. The earlier, the better. Where, where are we out there? I, I I had to really give thanks for you the other day. Mm. When I had had a day, I had had a day, mm. <laughs> and it was late. But I was like, he was like, "What? You want to go outside?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm go outside." 
And it must have been what close to ten o'clock at night. Yeah, Somebody, yeah. you know, grateful that we have that space like a back garden. Yeah. With table and chair. I mean, you yeah, know, we sat like, outside and I just, just looked, up. looked up at the stars and I'm like, the night sky and the stars just absorbed yeah, all of my <laughs> junk. And reminded me of who I are. Yeah, man. There's there's space to go. There's endless space for it to go. I feel like when you're inside, you know, it's it's the walls catch it, the ceilings catch it, you know, the windows are closed, but you get outside. It's just like, <laughs> so always needed that because I used to do that decades yeah. ago. I was like, what am I doing inside? Yeah. And we sat outside, and we talked, and we vibed, and mm. I was like. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I know I've said it before, sure. but that was, those are some of those things that you need to do, man. Yeah. To protect your mind. Yeah. Cause ain't nobody else really gonna protect your mind like you can protect your mind. Word. Because Word. you look around you, the minute you walk out, and I remember when I got this, the minute you walk out, and I had this book, man, I miss my books. It was such a pivotal book because it dealt with um, the programming that we get to our subconscious because that's what advertising and marketing does. Yeah, and as irritating as it may be, that's they know this and this is their aim. They are fighting for space yes. in any one of your 70,000 thoughts that you have each day. So you go outside of your house, you see signage, you see billboards, mm. you see electronic oh, discs. You turn on your television, you've got commercials. You uh, everybody uh, that you see in this field yeah. is the basically fighting for one of them thoughts of yours to hang in there, yeah. to slip into your subconscious at oh, night. So you remember, go compare. So when you want insurance, go compare. <laughs> You know, and yeah, you. I remember when I first got that. I'm trying to remember the name of the book, but it's yeah. I remember now. It's called Subliminal Seduction, mm. and it should. I mean, I remember reading that book. Goodness knows how long it was. I in my twenties, mm. and it showed how, in advertising, people use subliminal messages, mm -hmm. and I was like. I was just, I don't uh, know. after that, it's like, I don't want to look, don't bring me nothing. Just yeah. leave me alone. I think this, this is a podcast in itself. <laughs> yeah. Because, it, yeah. Podcast in itself. Yeah, we'll bring that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's nasty. Because they're really, really seductive about it. Yeah. They are. And yeah. they're intentionally seductive yeah. because we want part of your mind. It's just overcrowded. It's mm -hmm. just, it's just flooded. There's no control over it. You can't control what you're exposed to. Anyway, protect your mind, what you can protect do. your mind, so turn off that device when you wake up in the morning because yeah. you know you can't control what you, you know, you go online, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you're going to see some, you don't have control, you don't know what's going to pop up on that feed, you know, mm. so protect your mind, protect your space, especially in the morning and before you go to sleep, Yeah. you know, that's one thing, set, the, one big set intentions, man. And one of the things that I do, um, that I recommend that anybody can do, is affirmations mm. for setting intention for your day. Mm. And if you don't want to write them, I sometimes bring them up. Like they have YouTube videos. Um, 
I know I've sent you a couple yeah. where you have a person who just repeat affirmations yeah. for you on certain topics yeah. and things, you know, yeah. whatever is comparable to you. Yeah. But I have, I mean, I have books at home in storage that I have that have affirmations, but I've had enough experience in life to create my own when yeah. I need them. Yeah. And the affirmation that I'm working on at present that I've been, and I just write it out, you know, yeah. Because you don't have to write it, you can think it, but yeah. everyone has their own way of doing things. Yeah. But the affirmation that I'm working with right now is every day I see another aspect of my limitless potential and activate it. Mm. Because I'm reaching for power, y'all. That's powerful. Power and mastery for mm. myself. Mm. Because powerful. power and mastery over myself, mm. I don't need nothing else. Mm. Mm. So, affirmations are a powerful way of taking control over this palace that mm. is the mind. Yeah, a powerful one that I that I have been working with, um, and it got me through up the last period of my life is the universe is readjusting my imbalances for my highest good. That's mm. a good one. Yeah. Because we all have those imbalances. Hmm. And it doesn't always feel nice when that readjustment period is spent. Look for more topics real soon because we're spilling <laughs> over her. Definitely yeah. spilling over. But, but um, yes. Yeah. Another one that I have mm -hmm. is, you know, my affirmations are working. Mm -hmm. My hands are blessed and my dreams will manifest, yeah. you know. It's, 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 and it, there has to be that attachment to it as well. But it does, it changes things. The words that you speak, the thoughts that yeah, you think, they do. changes things. They have power. And a lesson that I learned from you in the, the last season of my life, mind you, I'm still learning the lessons from this one, but from the last seasons, of, it doesn't take as long as you think it is for something to change. Yeah. It can change like in a snap of a finger, it yeah. can change like that. And when you said that, that's when I changed. That's mm -hmm. when that was the moment I I came out of that situation in that place that yeah. I was in, you know. So yeah, I think that's something that you know our listeners should hear. I think that's so powerful. It changed mm -hmm. my life. It doesn't it doesn't take as long. Once you once you identify what the thought is, it can change in a second. You know, it's, it's just in your mind. It's all in your mind, man. And on that tip, um, as we close. Simple things as well that you can do um, when you want to change that vibration and cleanse your mind. And when you have a cleansed mind, it's like when you've cleaned your house. Mm. You don't spend hours, like say you say hours cleaning your house like a full, like I want it just completely. And then have somebody come in and drop crumbs and spill <laughs> stuff and muddy feet. Yeah. You have to protect your mind. Yeah. Which yeah. means, which may mean, it's, it's going to mean different things to different people. Mm. But it's certain people that I just don't get around. I mm. don't want to be around that. Yeah. You make those choices. You are always yeah. at choice. Yeah. I don't let everybody come in because mm. I'm like, wait a minute, I just cleaned her. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. y'all need to mm. know. You do mm. have, you do have say so over yeah. that. You so, to, yeah. you know, there's certain people that I just don't get around. You got to guard and your mind, man. 
irrespective of what you know oh well you just have to like I don't well we won't that's a whole nother topic too. I don't believe in have to's I just don't right I let that go a long time right. ago well you have to speak to certain like no I don't right. it's a choice right. and I remember this coming up in conversation you know in other aspects and other avenues because you know even in your family sometimes you have people who are not very positive mm -hmm. you have people who are absolutely not for your highest right, good right. and it's like you know growing up we said well just the family is just because the family doesn't mean you yeah. have to get around somebody that's harming you yeah. and that's harmful yeah. it's the same way with your, the company that you keep mm -hmm. even more so because you don't have a choice in who your family is mm -hmm. That's mm. like who you're born into, but you have a choice in who you hang with. Word. So Word. yeah, protect your mind. Don't after you yeah. go when you're going through your cleansing and doing your affirmations and your, you know, I'm gonna sit here and be quiet and analyze and mm -hmm. get to the root. Don't let somebody come along and like leave all that dirt. Yeah. I'm like, take your mm, it all, that, protect protect your mind. That always baffled me. Why why be around people that aren't going to feed you and feel nourished when you're around them, mm. you feel drained afterwards. You know? Yeah. That's your sign. That's that's just, that's your sign. You don't like you don't uh, you mm -hmm. just you don't just you don't nope. deserve that man. Just be around people who yeah, who raise your vibe. You should be fed by the yeah. people around you. You know, you there should be inspired, you man. You should there feel... You yeah, why would you be around someone that, that drains your life force, man? You know? Oh, Empower yes. yourself. Get around people who are in your tribe. Mm -hmm. People who want your highest good. And you'd extend the same. You know, that's how it works, man. And we heights. just grow. Heights. Higher heights. Heights. Uh, we say higher heights. Heights. <laughs> this is the Green Tea Collective. Thank yes, you sir. so much for listening. Yes. Oh, yes. Ah, we are the Green Tea Collective, full of antioxidants, attacking those free, free radicals. radicals. And all so, so good, good for you. you. Drink loads. Drink loads. Bye. Bye.